The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back on the eve now of the 4th of July. Here we are on Afternoons with Mike. So glad to be back with you live in the studio after a time away up in Indiana, Kentucky, and Nashville, Tennessee. That was a lot of fun. And uh, back now here in Central Florida with my guest, Jim McMail. He is with Revelation Collective. We're going to hear all about that what they do, how they do it, and what is the purpose behind this great organization, which has to do with content creation, also mentoring people who are creative, obviously talking about things with the arts, and that's going to be a lot of fun for me as well. Jim, welcome to the program. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You and I had a chance to sit next to each other at the recent uh, leadership conference, the Transformational Leadership Conference that was put on uh, about a well, almost two weeks ago, I yeah, guess now, yeah, yeah. and that was fun getting to meet you, yeah. find out what you do, how you do it, mm-hmm. and all of that. So, tell us a little bit about yourself first of all. Let's let's kind of do a, the the deep dive. How did you get to Central Florida first of all? Yeah, so I was uh, given away. I grew up in Indiana as well. Yeah, um, uh, fellow Hoosier, uh, right? Come on, now. come on. That's yeah, right. It's a good place to be from, but uh, <laughs> that's why we both live here now. So, uh, yeah, so I was given away. I was an orphan, three years old, uh, really rough background and growing up and, and, uh, really, really major challenges and, and, uh, found myself at 18, uh, moving down to Orlando. Before um, you go even into yeah. the Orlando at age 18, yeah, yeah. go back to where you were given away. Sure. I think a lot of us will hear that yeah. and our brain stops right know, there and we I think, know. whoa, 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 wait a minute. How can somebody give their three-year-old yeah, I know. what happened? Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes I'll I'll brush by it as well because some people um, have a hard time digesting it. Yeah, really? It's it's heavy stuff, you know. So I actually work, well, I'll tell you about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, so my, I was actually adopted by my aunt and uncle, my mother, my biological mother and father divorced um, and... Uh, my mom had a mental breakdown and, oh. and asked her sister, uh, to watch me myself and my, and my sister, who's 18 months younger than I, um, for six months. And it just, she never got it back together. And then, you know, we grew up basically with them back and forth, back and forth. I'm going to steal them back. And so we, you know, we lived in fear for, oh, yeah. forever. Oh my like, goodness. I'm see, so sorry. If you see a, you know, a strange car run and hide. I mean, that's just, that, that was our life. And so we lived in survival mode and, and, uh, it was rough. And so, you know, now, and, and, you know, we've all got testimony, you know, at the end of the day and, and, uh, God turns things around in a beautiful way. And so now I'm able to stand on stage, uh, all over the nation with an organization called No More Orphans. Uh, and we partner with Tony Dungy's group, All Pro Dad. Oh yeah. All over, oh, yeah. The, all over the country. Um, um. And I paint live on stage uh, while uh, a dear friend of mine, Sean Welcome, he's a spoken word artist. Uh, he he uh, he wrote a poem about my life and put it in his book and he performs it. It's called Faceless. And oh, we raise awareness and uh, money for kids. We auction off the painting um, and, you know, meet the needs of orphans. And, and I'm able to, you know, then they interview us on stage and, and I'm able to speak life and say, listen, I was there. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah. I know the pain, but I promise you he's a God of restoration. I'm really healing. glad I stopped you and had you yeah. tell all that yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's an important part of it your is. story. It really is. And painful and, but important. Oh yeah. Well, and again, I think if God can use the the pain, uh, you know, that the enemy meant for destruction, yeah. you know, for his glory and to speak life into people. I'm, I'm we've done this for twelve years now, all over the country, and we've had so many people come, I mean, before I even get off stage, people in tears come up to the stage like, oh my gosh, you have no idea I needed that. Or, I mean, there's so many, you know, God, and, and I'll sit in the green room before and I'll just say, God, you know what? I don't know any of these people. I, 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 I'm just surrendering my gifts and talents. I'm praying that you connect the dots while I'm on stage, while I'm painting. And essentially I've got 30 minutes to paint and, you know, boom, 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 done. 
and then and and I have no idea how that painting is going to touch anyone. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, over and over and over, I've had people say, "Oh my gosh, that's my daughter. Oh my gosh, that's my son." You so know? you paint a person. Yeah, typically, yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's you know it's kind of a silhouette, and and they all say for the least of these, um, you know, uh, with the in the book of James, and so, um, yeah, and and you know we've done we've done some pretty cool projects, and uh, you know a lot of the paintings will go for five thousand dollars a piece, and and again it's not about the thirty minute painting or the quality, it's about why are we doing this, yeah, and. It's really beautiful. Well, you know, when you're doing that live like that and yeah. you're up front, yeah. you are creating a moment that oh, yeah. is invaluable in it's and an of ex- itself. An experience. And yeah. that's what we call it. We call it the uh we call it the the no more orphans experience. So basically when somebody spends five thousand dollars, that event, mm-hmm. that moment mm-hmm. meant so much to them yeah. that they never wanted to forget it. And yeah. you know, isn't art, I mean, it's all so subjective it to is. some people's anyway. It is as to what value it yeah. is, but that carries huge value, yeah. especially if somebody knows the story Correct. behind the painter. Well, and that's exactly. So, you know, in the beginning of the program, they'll do, he'll do the poem. It's about six minutes long and it's really, you know, it's intense, um, you know, talking about um, at the edge of suicide and all these things. And so, um, and afterwards I'm the last one they interview. And there's, there's a series of people that give statistics and, testimonies it's beautiful experience um but i'm the last one they'll bring up as i'm finishing the painting and then she'll ask me questions and i'm and i'll just say hey you know the poem in the beginning jim i'm jim and then i share and then you know they ask why why is this important to you and i you know i share and you know i left high school with a 1.6 gpa which is illegal now and uh and i share that and you know as as kind of a laughing like hey kids just for the record write this down you know you can't do that and uh and then, and then going on to work at the the largest entertainment company on the planet at as an artist at the top of my field, and that would be Disney. Yeah, right? as, uh-huh. yeah, I was a Disney yeah. Disney creative, and and um, you know, and that was my goal, and my goal, you know, basically in survival mode before God, I just um, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to do this in my power, and then I finally got to the top, and God kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> he has a way of doing that, doesn't he? <laughs> like, hey, what you doing? You, what are you doing yeah, there? He's like, how are you going to use this uh, for my glory? I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, all right. I see what you're doing here. So, and, and it, honestly, it was a game changer. It really, um, it almost brings me to tears now. Um, it it changed the course of my life. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. I, I think it is. Now, when you start one of these paintings. And and Jim, you're up there in stage. I mean, you talk about no pressure, no pressure. Yeah. yeah but then it helps me to understand you lived your life with oh, pressure, severe. Yeah. Yeah. So that was no big deal for you to do a painting. Did you have? Do you have an idea when you're starting that painting? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You already well, know and, what you're going to do. And one thing as a as a more seasoned artist, you know, doing this for over 20 years, um, almost 30 years, um, I you know how to. It's kind of like a puzzle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I pre-plan everything, and most people, most painters on stage do that. Um, we just, I, I actually draw it out the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, I come up with it in Photoshop, the the image that I'm looking for, and then I'll project it and give them all my secrets away right now. <laughs> you don't have um, to do that. No, no, no. And but again, it's just it's a part of it because I've got 30 minutes, and and I want it to be as intentional and speak from my heart as possible. And for me, that's my process. Yeah. And a lot of art, a lot of artists on stage will do that. Um, they'll they'll pencil it out at you know at least have a guideline. And for me, honestly, it's a paint by number. I'll have a picture of it on my phone, the Photoshop document on my phone in color. I'm like, all right, well, uh, okay, this is uh, all these spots are red, all these spots are blue. And when it's that close to you and you're under pressure, I really can't see the whole thing. I just see the the shapes. And I can't tell if it comes together until I step away from it at the end. So I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, come on. Now, so when you say paint by number, friends, I'm, I just want to make everybody aware. It, there are no real numbers. Oh, on no, that. no numbers. It's a blank no. canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> but in my mind, it's like a puzzle. You know, yeah. so I'm just putting it together in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. I'm like, oh, I hope this works. 
And, you know, when you talk about a large-scale type of painting yeah. like that, yeah. you're right. When you're up close, that's oh, why people, yeah. that's why artists will step back. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't see the whole canvas. I'm just seeing pieces and parts and shapes. I can't. Oh, my goodness. I can't really tell what's How big happening. is the end product? Uh, usually 40 by 40 inches. So it's, you know, it's almost... It was yeah. three and a half feet or whatever yeah. that is. Mm-hmm. That's a big piece. It's big enough. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. get that thing framed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to go to Walmart for one oh, of Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not so much. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, my goodness. That is such a great story. And, you know, I, I, I'm just amazed at people who can do that. I've yeah. seen people paint on stage yeah. to kind of almost a, uh, either a music track or, mm-hmm. in your case, a spoken word. Mm-hmm. And it is so inspirational because you're kind of drawn into the process as a viewer. You're watching, in this case, you Mm -hmm. as you're doing this. But I'm trying to imagine the emotion Mm. that you are feeling while you're doing that. Can you explain that? Well, yeah, because I'm hearing my story of my life, the ups and downs and and pain and, and, and beauty Every single time I do this. And so the spoken word goes all, yeah, the, all during, 30 minutes. No, no. It's, it's, I start uh, during worship and then uh, a couple people come on, they do their piece and then he does his, which okay. is six or seven minutes or something like that. But, you know, and then I'm still painting for another probably 15 minutes. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm quoting, you know, I'm saying the poem in, under my breath because I know, you know, I'm saying no, like I'm not heart. a spoken word artist, but I know it. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, so, and at first it was tough. Um, you know, it's funny, a, a little kind of side note, my, um, I'm telling you, God is so good. Um, uh, my biological father I met when I was, uh, 17 and, uh, he was a green beret and had his own business and all this stuff. And, and, uh, um, since then God used me to lead him to Christ and it's been oh. beautiful and we're great friends. Thank God. And, uh, he actually came to the to his first No More Orphans event at in Clearwater, which was actually the city I was given away in, strangely, when I was three years old, by him and my mother, um, probably four months ago. So he came, and I'm standing there interviewing me on stage, and I'm crying like a baby. And my adopted father had just passed away less than a month prior. Oh. So... You know, I'm standing there like a basket of emotions mm-hmm. on stage and yeah. they're asking me questions. And I'm looking at my biological father. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is full circle. This is the city I was given away in. Mm-hmm. And now my biological father, whom I love, is sitting on the front row. And it was just, it was such a beautiful moment. Yeah, so. had to be a beautiful moment. And again, that emotion, any artist I know that I've talked with, I have an artist for a daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's done some paintings. Mm-hmm. Mostly she is a sculptor, mm-hmm. but I know that emotion plays such a big part. Oh, yeah. You know, now my extent of artistry, my, I don't mind telling you when it comes to drawing things, mm-hmm. I draw Snoopy for my kids. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's it. And there's not a whole lot of emotion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but to do I what you do, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to cry <laughs> when I do that. But what, what you do, I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine what yeah. that does to you to hear yeah. the story yeah. over and over. So you have to kind of what would be protected by the Holy Spirit yeah. in those moments just to keep from becoming a basket case yeah. and slow your yeah. painting down. Well, yeah. And actually I've kind of shifted. I used to cry a lot when they would interview me because it was still kind of raw. Um, and I hated public speaking with a passion because I was Most scared. Most people do. I was, I was terrified. Yeah. Um, but now it doesn't, I, I enjoy it actually. Um, but, I would, um, now I look at it as when I hear this, I, I, I lean towards the restoration side of it. So now I'm like, oh man, this is a reminder of how good God is. Mm-hmm. So now, now it doesn't hurt when I hear that poem. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, this is beautiful. Now you mentioned the, the Lord tapping you on the shoulder yeah. at that point yeah. And Hey, what about me? Yeah. When or where, at what point did you meet Jesus personally and yeah. his faith? have it yeah yeah so so i was raised in the church um up north but it was you know it was very common story i went to church but there was really no relationship and so and i you know rebelled and went crazy uh wild and doing stupid stuff and you know have a lot of damage in the past and so um 
when I, I went to, uh, I actually moved down when I was 18 to Orlando, uh, opened Disney and Jim Studios back in the day. Um, worked there for five and a half years. Um, left, went to art school at Ringling School of Art and Design in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my, uh, tw- I, I waited eight and a half uh eight and a half years to go to college. And so I was 25 when I started, um, which was good for me because I was a little bit more mature. Um, so I was 28, uh, just kind of driving the the train off the cliff, you know, overloading at school, uh, fraternity, the whole thing, just, you know, working f- almost full-time hours, just, you know, maxing out my life completely, burning myself out and, and, um, you know, doing stupid stuff and laying on the beach in the middle of the night with the wrong person. And like, okay. And and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, Hey, you, you need to be in church. And I was like, uh Oh yeah. (laughs) Like something, something's not right. And, uh, yeah. So then it's just kind of a light bulb went on and I started seeking and then started going to church. And, and then uh, a couple of weeks later, my uncle passed away in Indiana. And so I, flew up to Indiana to be with my dad and I didn't really know my uncle, uh, only met him a couple of times, but, um, knew it was going to be rough for my dad. So I went up and to support him and at the funeral, uh, the pastor gave, um, well, the pastor told the story of my uncle who accepted Christ two, two days, no, the day before he died, um, which is not normal, mm-hmm. you know, but he, he, he likened it to the thief on the cross. Like, man, this guy did nothing to serve Jesus, except surrender his life yeah, at right. 77 years old. So, um, and then he basically gave an altar call right there in the funeral and I just lost it. I just broke right there. And I'm sure everyone was like, Oh, he must've really loved his uncle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, he, I didn't even know him, you know, but it just, I had an encounter with God right there in a funeral home and it changed, it changed the everything. Oh my goodness. You know? Well, thank God for his call upon your life, mm, man. And man, how that he does that. And, you know, what a uh, crooked path some of our lives mm. really follow. Well, that's that's funny you say that because my tattoo on my, I have a full sleeve here. The dark lines, we're on radio, so you can't see this, but um, the dark lines represent my chaotic life path. And the blue represents the presence of God that never left me. And then this is the line of Judah where the source of the blue comes from. Oh, my goodness. So it's my, it's my testimony on my arm. Yeah. And I share it all the time. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you you think about uh, the whole the whole pathway of everyone's lives when it comes down to how they meet the Lord and mm-hmm. at what point. And we all have that baggage, just like Christian did in Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all have that heavy load yeah. at some point. And God, who is calling us as He did with you, Jim. I mean, yeah. it's really clear. I've never, I don't believe I've ever interviewed anyone that so regularly is reminded as you are of their painful part of their yeah. past yeah. and what that must do. I know God's given you grace to be able to, to yeah. hear that yeah. and to allow that to actually bring about good stuff because mm-hmm. I know people who are hearing it, they've got to be really affected by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. My guest today is Jim McMail from Revelation Collective. Obviously, you figured out by now that he is quite an artist. And we're going to talk about what he does with helping other artists and those that are creative. When we return, this is Afternoons with Mike. You're on The Shepherd. Pastors and financial leaders, do you need expert accounting or tax help? Do you have payroll or 1099 questions? Do you need a ministry expert to help you acquire real estate for your next project? If the answer is yes, yes, and yes, visit PetraWorldwide.org. Petra Worldwide has been strengthening ministries to transform humanity since 2007. Visit PetraWorldwide.org or call 855-481-9095. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. What fun I'm having today in the studio with Jim McMail. He is with... 
Revelation Collective. He actually founded this organization. They do a whole lot. You've heard his story, unless you just tuned in. And if you did, you really missed an unbelievably interesting and heart-touching story of a young man given away in basically as an orphan at age three, growing up in fear, growing up uh, in insecurity at every front, and somehow being, as we know our gracious God does, called by God at an age of 18, and then basically starts, starts a life that is a lot different than what he had earlier on. And you know, Jim, when I think about that, I, I mean, what a revelation. That's a great name. I don't know all of the, uh, let's say, the background of how you came to choose this name for your organization. But to come to that point where God reveals himself to you as he yeah. did, that yeah. had to be amazing. Yeah, you know, I think I think the second we think that we have it all figured out, we've, you know, we're idiots at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, like... God is so much bigger and you know, even, even how he gave me that name, um, it just came to me one day and I couldn't get away from it. And I was like, man, what is this? And essentially it's, it's, it's a group of creatives, um, like-minded believers that are walking together, uh, with the revelation of their creative gifts and talents and how to use them to glorify God in this season. So, you know, I'm pretty sure even though they don't realize it, or appreciate it. Every talented person that's gifted in the arts, they didn't get those gifts on their own. No, no, they were given those gifts by God. Yeah. And I think the challenge is how do you use those to, to speak life into the world um, and tell people about him with those creative gifts and talents. That's why they're there. That's right. They're not for your own glory or your own brand or your own name, which sadly that's what artists by nature you know, ego and pride, um, that's what it's about. Like, how famous can I be? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I really don't care if people remember my name. It's yeah. not, that's not what it's about for me now. It used to be different, but but it's just, it's not that, it's him. And, wow. Yeah. So by the name Collective, again, you're talking about an organization of people who are gathered together under a banner, and that is to make Jesus known yeah. through the giftings of art, and I know that it's not just painting that you no, deal with. No. So you, you mentioned you have an animation studio. Yeah, we have a we have a, a production studio uh, in Winter Garden, um, which is the building is ten. The por- portion of the building is ten thousand square feet, and so we have uh, Rev Shots Media, which is the production arm of the Revelation Collective, and so we do podcasts and television pilots and music recording, a little bit of everything, Mm -hmm. Um, um, video and audio. But then also um, we have an animation studio called Zinco Tools, um, and that's founded and based out of Bogota, Colombia. Um, But we have a North American office here as well in the Revelation Collective. And we um, we have a series on Cartoon Network in Latin America, um, called Waco versus Paco, and that's a soccer-based um, animation. That would be big over uh, there. Right, and yeah. that's, you know, obviously. <laughs> <It's huge. laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, you know, it's not a Christian cartoon, but all of the lessons from these kids that they learn are biblically based, okay. right? So we're not preaching the gospel. They're just living the gospel and learning biblical lessons as kids and mm-hmm. without actually saying Jesus. And so it's a, so it actually works well on Cartoon Network, you know? Yeah, so they have an open door and That's they're right. getting good stuff. Good content, quality yeah, it's content. Good content. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, well said. Yeah. And then on top of that, you mentioned having a recording studio. Mm-hmm. What kind of things, demos or what yeah. What happened there? Yeah, I mean, just yesterday we were short uh, shooting a short film. Um, so a big crew there, music videos. We've done a number of music videos there. Um, we actually just launched to the public about two months ago. So um, we've spent the last almost a year under construction. So it's, you know, it's a bit of a challenge um, trying to spin all the plates at the same time and, um, and pay rent and all that. It's like, Oh God, you're still with us, right? Okay, good. And uh, so it's, it's beautiful. Um, We're just, we're just walking a massive walk of faith and, and obedience. We Mm -hmm. just believe that God said, do this. And, and my wife was, yes, we, we have to do this. And so Mm -hmm. we're doing it and we're just trusting that, that God, 
continues to provide and keeps, you know, keeps everything floating. And so we're just, we're just saying yes. And so we, um, we're partnered with an, or, uh, um, an artist named Noah Elias, which is out of, uh, he's a Disney artist, um, works for himself, but he, you know, he painted the fast and furious cars and the movies and he's done all kinds of things. Very, very high level. So he's our business mentor out of California. Um, and is a part of the festival of the masters at Disney and just really high level, but his entire organization is spectacular and it is all using funding from his work over the years to support, uh, AIDS orphans in Africa. Um, so he's building orphanages with the profits from his organization. And I'm like, that's, you know, we, we need to partner with people like that with impact. You know, we're not, we're not having a business to drive a nice car, although nice cars are fine. It's, it's really about having impact on this planet. Right. You know, and you know, that's the heart of what you were talking about earlier with your own organization and your own painting. Mm -hmm. You don't keep those funds for yourself. No, no, no. They all go into this effort to uh, help people who are either uh, helping orphans or those that are orphans. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that's quite fulfilling. You, so you do music, Mm-hmm. You do podcasts, correct? You do TV and yeah. video, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you do painting. What yeah. else is part of it? Well, I mean, you know, when I was at Disney, I was a um, a multimedia artist for Disney event groups. So I would do graphic design and branding, um, animation, mm-hmm. photography, so um, and illustration, storyboards, things like that. So when I was at school, I was, you know, really intentional about learning as much as I could um, while I was there, and not just being um, so really proficient in one discipline. Um, I need to be able to do everything possible. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, I've, I've done graphic design for 20 years plus, um, you know, for Disney, for, uh, for really high level organizations, um, Marriott, Hard Rock Cafe, NASCAR, all kinds of organizations. And then, um, um, yeah, so a, a lot of illustration work, um, posters, movie posters, um, um, logo development, um, like I said, animation, um, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. It's a photography for the president of Disney. And, and just, this is all relatively new in the area. Yeah. Well, the, the, the rev- studios, yeah, the studio is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so people who have not heard about it, but may want to check yeah. this out. Yeah. What's the website for that? Uh, the revelation collective.com. Mm-hmm. The revelation collective.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so people who maybe are wanting to get into podcasting, yeah. they and they don't have a clue as to how to do that, they could contact you and you've you yeah. can, do you record them or we, do you yeah, show do. them how to record? No, typically we'll we'll be the full service agency. So uh revshotsmedia.com is the production studio. The Revelation Collective is the overarching educational mm-hmm. um so that's component. Rev Shots, mm-hmm. just the way it sounds. Rev, yeah, RevShotsMedia.com. RevShotsMedia.com. Mm-hmm. So those of you that have been hankering to get a podcast out, there you go. A turnkey solution yes. for how to do it. Correct. Yeah, yeah. that's great. How much, uh, how, ma- how much of this business do you think is, the, with the growing, let's say, popularity of podcasts, yeah. do you see this arm growing fast? Or? I do. I think, I think that's one of the things where God is guiding us in that path. Um, really again we're not chasing success as much as we're chasing impact and with if it's if if content can't be consumed on your phone it doesn't exist anymore you know you're so right yeah. i mean people do yeah. most of their business correct off correct. of a computer now yeah. on their phone yep exactly so you know and people i i can't remember the statistics at one point you know everything the I think it's 85, probably higher now, 85% of what you learn is visual. And so um, if, you, if you're if you not creating it, and most people aren't doing just audio podcasts, they're mostly there's video attached video, to it. Video, that's right. You just, you know, it's two birds, one stone, it's two products. Yeah. You know, and with YouTube and, and, and Facebook and Instagram monetizing videos now, like they are. I saw, um, I don't know if you know Mr. Beast, you know who that is? Mm-mm. No, he's a YouTube guy, young, young guy. Um, gives crazy money away all the time. I've seen him. Yeah. yeah. So okay. he, I saw yeah. a post he, yesterday, I think it was. He makes, oh man, what is it? $4,000 a day. 
or something like that on his on, monetizing on stuff monetizing his his youtube channel um something like that it's absolutely insane what he makes mm-hmm. um and and it's you know again who knows what where he stands with his faith or whatever i don't it's not certainly not about that and what he's doing but, but he'll he, go up to homeless he, people and he things loves like that. he loves yeah. blessing people and yeah. and because he gets so many views it's unreal how much money he makes it's yeah. it's stupid it's like it's crazy. So I, I don't think, it. I think that's still uh, the, the wild west in it a, is. In a it real way. It very much is. It very much Because is. we just don't know. It's yeah. not uh, yet figured out by everyone. And Correct. those that have had an idea like that yeah. and have monetized their ideas, yeah. you know, cause I'm a guitar player and I've, sure. I, I watch a lot of guitar video mm-hmm. channels and it's amazing. Yeah. And these guys have subscribers. One yeah. guy, one of my favorites, it's over 3 million subscribers. Oh, sure. sure so every sure, time sure. he does a video, it's all automatically viral. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy what these guys are doing, um, especially, you know, some of the younger guys um, who are getting into this. And, and it's funny to even think that you, <laughs> as a career, people are choosing YouTube star, you know, and, yeah. and social media influencer and things like that. But <laughs> for us older guys, it's like, okay, well, as as crazy as that sounds, if we don't adjust and adapt as we go we will become a dinosaur because yeah. technology technology is changing so rapidly you know we were at nrb just a couple of weeks That's ago right. or whatever it was yeah. and and then i went to infocom which is the te- tech conference right after that it's mind-bending the the technology that's out there now um, yeah and we have to adapt and those places where you go there, that's maybe two or three years down the road before sure. most people get yeah. to see it. Yeah, for Infocom, for sure. Yeah, 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 that's new technology coming out, but it exists. It's there. It's there. And it's and it's uh, really crazy. I think most of us, I had a friend one time that described what he did in a computer as trailing edge technology. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. what he called it. wasn't cutting edge, <laughs> it was, was trailing edge. I was at the other end. I was at the other end. <laughs> that's exactly right. I love that. Yeah. And I've never forgotten that. But I mean, there's so much tech out right yeah. now that we're way beyond the trailing edge. Sure. sure you know, sure. most of yeah. us are. Yeah. And so th- my show is a podcast, but yeah. it's not video. Yeah. And yeah. so that's something well, we that can we can help talk you with about. That. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had a lot of people say, <laughs> when are you going to start doing this? Yeah. Stick up a camera right there yeah. and do the Rush Limbaugh. You sure. know, that, that there you go. That's of course. it. I mean, you look at Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. He sold this, honestly, this model right here we're setting at. Yeah. Sold it for a hundred million dollars to Spotify. That's wow. insane. Yeah. And he there's nothing visually interesting except yeah. he has a guest on. Yeah. They're wearing headsets on mics. Right. That's it. Yeah. Obviously we've got it right here. Yeah. Probably more so, huh? Uh, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> like there's gotta be something. Yeah. So. yeah. I just need to learn how to monetize yeah, this. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's well get beautiful. some get some young interns in here. They'll show you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Give me your phone. <laughs> no, no old dodgy kaji people like you, Mike. <laughs> That just, is, for I wouldn't sure. have said that. No way. Oh no, I know it. It's yeah. so. I, I have uh, just this love for having young people up, sure, because they think so differently. Yeah, of course. And I love that. I and my own children have four. Oh yeah. And they're all creative. They yeah. all. And when I want an idea, oh, I go yeah. to them. Oh yeah, and I have interns. I have three interns right now, and you know the Revelation Collective uh, umbrella really is. It's about educating and encouraging creatives to live a holistic well-balanced lifestyle, you know, be on time, let your yes be yes, pay your taxes, you know, don't hurt people, you know, those kinds of things. And so, you know, we create content to, to help educate them, um, and keep them on track. And so we have an intern program as well. So we have three interns right now. And if, (laughs) if I need something figured out, I'm like, Hey, come over here for a second. You 21 year old whippersnapper. And Help me out. If I have a real big problem, I call up my five-year-old grandson, <laughs> and, and he'll tell me what to do. He's got it going on, man. It's amazing. So, yeah, it really is crazy. Well, we're living in that kind of a time right now where it's changing. It, there was a time that it changed more obviously. Sure. You know, like when you think of cell phones, every, yeah, right. every couple of years, right. there was an upside down type of turnover yep. in tech. And that seems to have slowed down just a bit. 
but the the applications for that technology yeah. the new directions that it's gone out so rapid it, it that is still just mind-boggling in how fast it's coming with ai and, and chat gpt yeah. and all that some of my friends are industry leaders in that in the christian realm and yeah. it 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 just blows my mind. And you can tell it's at the early stage oh, of yeah. that because it's it not very good yeah. in some areas. Correct. The AI voice, for yep. example. Yeah, sure. On the way in this morning, Jim, yeah. I'm hearing a, a, a recorded, wasn't recorded, it was an AI, had to be AI voice, giving uh, an Amber Alert yeah. on radio stations across the, across sure. the state, for sure, yeah. uh, about a, a, a sad story about a child being kidnapped. Yeah. And the Amber Alert voice, I mean, the AI voice that was used, uh, that's got room for improvement. And they'll make that improvement. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there are other ones out there. You know, there are videos out there of Biden and others that you honestly, if you don't have discernment, deception, you're done. Yeah. You're done. You can't tell the difference. Well, that's a scary thought when you think about it. When they can take a hold of someone's voice. Correct. And you can only imagine how many yep. grandparents are going to be fooled, Correct. extorted. That's right. Oh my goodness! They, yeah, and if you again, I think we're just in those days biblically where yeah. I think that if you don't have discernment and and wisdom, you know, you're, you're going to be taken for a ride. Well, friends, listening to this program, uh, regardless of your age, we all have to be careful. Amen. And what Jim is saying is spot on the truth. We've got to be careful. And there's really nothing, and that's what I like about you, Jim. There's nothing about you that is just aiming to make a buck. No. You're spending your life, you're investing your yeah. life Amen. into the gospel, into seeing this gift of God through creativity in all of its forms. Yeah in music, in art, in television, in video, mm. uh, in all of these ways, graphics, uh, for the glory of God. Amen. And that's because the Lord tapped your shoulder and said, hey, how is this going to bring glory to me? Yeah. And that's what, that's what we need to be doing with our life. Amen. Jim McMail from Revelation Collective. There's more to it than what we've talked about so far. Jim is connected with some really godly people that have made a difference in America and the world. We're going to hear about some of those things in a moment when we return. This is Afternoons with Mike, and you're on The Shepherd. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years' experience, EC Waters is a top train comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. Jim McMail is my guest today. Jim is the founder of Revelation Collective. It's a group in the Winter Garden area where they have a bunch of artists of all different genre of art, be it podcasting, be it recording music, animation. We're talking about painting, artists, that kind of thing. They do graphic design and uh, they have strong backgrounds in the business. Jim himself worked for Disney for about, I think you said 20 years or so? No, no. I, I actually opened Disney MGM Studios, worked there five and a half years, left and came back as an artist and, and then worked there for three and a half years as an artist. Okay. Then, then the world fell apart. The world fell apart with this <laughs> thing called COVID. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was actually, believe it or not, this was back with the 2008 and nine housing crisis. That kind of falling apart. That kind apart. of falling apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... I, that was not a fun time either, no, but uh, no. I think some would say that kind of almost paled in comparison oh, yeah, for sure. to what happened in 2020. Agreed. Well, you've got all of this rich experience, and it is something, again, go ahead and give that website one more time. Yeah, it's therevelationcollective.com. And you also mentioned the podcast one? Yeah, so for our production work, we do, it's... Uh, uh, RevShotsMedia.com. All right, RevShotsMedia.com. Jim mm-hmm. uh, is also involved heavily in the uh, sharing of the gospel through a number of different people that we know of, that we've heard about. And in Central Florida, almost everyone would have uh, remembered times where Reinhard Bonnke has come up. I know Caleb Wampler has mm. been in this studio many sure. times with oh, me. Yeah. Caleb is a friend, oh, and he's uh, he and I were texting two days ago. Oh, wow. He's you know taking these trips all the time. That's right. 
uh, going out, and he, like you, mm-hmm. had been greatly impacted from Reinhard Bonnke. Yeah. So tell us how that happened. Yeah, so, um, man, years ago, uh, a friend of mine named Scott Howe, he used to be, uh, he's, he's, he used to be Reinhard Bonnke's personal assistant for about four and a half years, I think it was. And then he left that and started a, an evangelistic creative ministry called Evoke Ministries, uh, which is still going on, and and I helped run that for years and years, and still still uh, walk with him in that. But he introduced me to uh, Reinhard Bonnke uh, and Christ for All Nations through a video, um, and it just blew my mind. Like I, it was called Harvest Joy, and where they were they were showing uh, videos of crusades in Africa, yeah. and and I honestly I had never heard of anything like this like what i saw it's really hard for us to even believe it it, isn't it just you it's a sea of humans yeah as far as you can see there are people like over a million people at one time i think 1.76 or 7 million people at one point and i'm like how is this possible and you know and he's spreading the gospel sharing the gospel a very simple message yeah And, and uh anyway so all that to say that blew my mind and then eventually um uh, I was looking for a job and we were in a creative meeting and I said, Hey, if anyone knows anyone that's hiring, uh, this just at the time where, you know, my wife needed me to have a full-time job for security purposes. And I was like, yeah, sure. All right, let's do that. And, uh, and I said that and my friend was like, Oh yeah, my, my boss is hiring. So I'm like, who's your boss? And he told, she told me, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm friends with him. And so I went in the next day and then essentially was there for eight and a half years after that, um, consistently and, and did a lot of creative. I worked in the television department in every position possible, um, creative paintings, graphic design, product development, um, actually worked directly with Reinhardt. They asked me to go to, it was strange cause it wasn't my background, but you know, as an artist, I, uh, I like to be a problem solver. And so even if I haven't done something specific, I'm like, yeah, I'll figure it out. So I produced Daniel Kalenda's, one of his CDs, um, did radio distribution on a national level, the whole deal. And I was like, yeah, I'll figure that out, you know, and we did and, and it was successful. And so then they said, Hey, can you travel to West Palm, which is where Reinhardt lived at the time, find a studio and record his autobiography, his book. It was like a 700-page book. It's amazing. Um, um, with him. And I was like, uh, sure. Why, why me? How yes. long did it take to do that? Well, it, it took a little while because, you know, he was, I think he was probably close to 75 years old. And, mm-hmm. and um, um, it was just him you know, myself and him and the, and the engineer. And we ended up going to the NBC studios in, in West Palm. And, and, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't even understand how I'm sitting here with this giant of the faith, yeah, a world and leader, world yeah. leader, yeah. you know, who meets with world leaders and shuts countries down yeah. like it's crazy. And so, so, you know, it's funny that I think one of the, I look back in life, there are stakes in the ground. Like we're like, Oh my gosh, my life changed right then and yeah. right then and right then. And one of them was when we walked into the isolation booth and it's, you know, it's, you know, isolation booth is tiny. It's half the size of this office and, yeah. or it's smaller. And, um, it's, you know, I set him down, I got everything ready for him. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking he's reading his own story. He's got this, he could do this in his sleep. Right. But, um, the first thing he did is he put his hands out and he surrendered to God and he prayed and he's like, father, speak through me, take this, this is yours. And I was like, what are you doing? I didn't say that in my mind. I said that <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh my gosh. I, it, but it really, it, it really in that moment concreted why he was who he was yeah. and why he saw yeah. the fruit that he saw and why the, face of Africa has changed and, and, you know, and the world for the most part, um, because of his faith and yeah. his complete surrender to God. It yeah. just, it, it broke me right then. And then he's like, come to lunch at my house. And I was like, with you and your house and your <laughs> wife? And he's like, yes, please. <laughs> okay. 
So it's just, you know, and I'm sitting there with his daughter and him and his wife and playing fetch with this cat. He had a really strange cat. And uh, <laughs> all cats are strange. It, yeah, but this Come is on. a certain breed that actually plays fetch like well, a dog. That is definitely different. That is but bizarre. Was, and I told him, I said, Reinhardt, I don't even know how I got here. I don't belong here, you know. But he really just poured into me and treated me like like his own. That's and amazing. He, he just loved me and and I'm telling you that moment in t- in my life was was an absolute game changer. Yeah, it was so beautiful. So, well, his uh, I heard him one time. Yeah, and it was at a meeting here in Orlando. Oh yeah, and uh, he was something to hear. Was uh, it the Amway Center? No, it was at um, the church that uh, was Benny Hinn's church. Oh building. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, he spoke yeah, there a while back. A yeah. long time yeah, ago. Yeah, We're talking yeah. over 25 years, yeah, 30 yeah. years ago. For sure. And it was to a group of pastors that uh-huh. met there at that church building. Okay. And I was one of the pastors that just was privileged to sit and Amen. have him impart his faith yeah. and his experiences into yeah. these pastors. It's amazing. Because anything he ever did, from my standpoint, it would just be mind-blowing. Yeah. And were it not for the fact, and I, again, this is the skeptical part of a lot of people, sure. were it not for the fact that there is evidence galore yeah. to corroborate oh, what yeah. he does oh, and what man. he did. Documented everywhere. Yes. People being raised from the dead. It's, you know, Daniel, was it Daniel Ekachuku from the guy who yeah. was raised from the dead? And he was dead for three days, like embalmed. Yeah, and then there are there are things wasn't. that you can't explain <laughs> no, any other way, no, right. Other than God is doing all of Correct. this, Correct. and I would say that 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 same thing is true of Caleb. Sure, Caleb sure, Wampler, sure. exactly. Now he, I don't know what the largest group that he's ever spoken to, but yeah. there's, I, I know it's at least two hundred thousand people, sure. and you think, yeah. wow, yeah, it's not a million, two hundred thousand. That's people? ridiculous. How many pastors yeah. in this country, Correct. could say they've ever spoken at yeah. a meeting where two hundred thousand people came? Yeah. Correct. I don't know of yeah. anybody. And, you know, I think the reason that's happening, and that's happening with so many people that are uh, being trained up from Daniel Kalenda and Reinhardt, um, is because their goal is to multiply and duplicate. Yeah. And it's not about the one-man show anymore. You know, something shifted spiritually, and, you know, Daniel has this um, this revelation that he walks with, you know, the decade of devil harvest, and and uh and just multiplication and so he's raising up you know through through schools of evangelism and boot camps and um he's just creating more of himself for the most part or people that have the the anointing and the understanding of how to to share the gospel um selflessly um and you know training them with things that they've learned uh for for years and years and I'm telling you, it has absolutely exploded. When you go to Nations Church, which Daniel leads, um, every week they they share numbers of how many people have saved have been saved globally through their efforts from Sunday to Sunday. And I think the last week we were there, last week it was um, it was like six hundred and eighty eight thousand people or something crazy. That's I mean, nuts. And and every week it's tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people every single week yeah and again i i hear already i hear the chant of people who are doubting that that can't be real they're they're and that's and that's that's i think that's human nature but from people that have experienced it yeah and been there and seen the miracles and and you know it doesn't even matter i I, I would challenge those people to do the research. Yeah. That, what are, what do you call the Berean? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, Berean. Yeah, do, yeah do, sure. Do, do be like the Bereans. Yeah, do your research. Dig in yeah. deeper. Don't be skeptical um, unless it's, you know, a threatening thing. But man, if if it's of God, dig deeper. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, I've seen it firsthand, the yeah. radical, radical transformations people have made. The healings, just insane stuff. It's nuts, and I love it. And you know, I know I, that one time I got to hear him, it, it impacted my life. And yeah. when I came back to Orlando in 2019, getting to meet people like you, mm-hmm. getting to meet people like Caleb Wampler, sure. who's yeah. been again, he's been up here a number of times. He'll be up here again, not too long from now, maybe yeah. a month. Yeah, he'll be back, and he'll have more stories. Uh, the last time he was here, he was talking about a trip to Pakistan. When sure. he got there, found out that the venue that they had already lined up yeah. 
had been taken over oh, and sure. they had no venue yeah. to meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but the ground team that he had there had already been working. And within 24 hours, a new venue was found yeah. and there was over a hundred thousand people that yeah. came to that venue. So you're not going to tell me that that's, uh, that's not the Holy Spirit oh, working. I mean, I, it's got to be, and he's doing this. This is what I'm saying. Caleb, come on, tell me, Caleb, you're talking about Pakistan now. Right. This is mm-hmm. the gospel is not exactly a friendly source yeah. in this not, nation. No, that's one of the most, the most difficult closed countries on earth. Yeah. And there are a couple guys that Caleb walks with that we're friends with that they're called to those countries. And it is what it is, and praise God for people like Caleb and Chris and others that are called to Pakistan and yeah. and those areas because most honestly most pastors they just can't do it yeah but they're not called to that region. that's right well yeah. I I believe that God's raising up people like this in this yeah. day where yeah. there's a global effect that's right and a global impact and yep. my friend I got to tell you you're one of them amen you're having a global impact with what you're doing through this collective amen. you've got this thing going on in Colombia already yeah. oh yeah and we've we've, we've led um, um, creative evangelistic uh, trips to Colombia for years and years um, I've been 12 times we've led trips um, I brought all my kids and you know certain certain parts of Colombia and we were warned in the beginning you know the government US government said you shouldn't go because it's one of the most violent places on earth and I brought my 21 year old six times I brought my daughter three times I brought my uh, younger son a couple times and nothing's ever happened and you wow. know we've seen crazy crazy stuff yeah crazy like yeah you have but but nothing's happened to us um, that we haven't overcome, and, and mm. we've been fine and radical. I mean, we've had so many thousands and thousands of people um, saved and, and plugged in to local churches to be discipled, and, and uh, healings, radical healings, just beautiful, beautiful stuff. But it's just a, it's a lifestyle. It's not about us. It's all about him Amen. and what he's doing in this day. Jim McMail, uh, give us that website one more time. Yeah, therevelationcollective.com. And right in Winter Garden, yeah. friends. Amen. Man, this is great. Worth checking out. Jim McMail, spelled M-C, capital M-A-H-E-L, pronounced like the mail service. Jim McMail, thank you for being with me today. You got it. Thank you. I've enjoyed having you here. Have to have you back. Of course. And we'll talk more amazing things about what God is doing at that time. And friends, thank you for joining me as well. Have a happy and safe 4th of July. We'll see you next time.